بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين على اله وصحبه اجمعين Dear brothers, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Continuing when we have started before talking about this book of Tawheed, Monotheism, we, as Brother Sheikh Antiyaz mentioned in his introduction, we're going to talk about this chapter number nine tonight, inshallah, which is talking about blessings. Seeking blessings actually is something that lots of people really, yani, fond of. Always human beings when they are feeling weak, when they feel that they need the others, they are so easy to be drifted by shaitan. Na'udhu billahi min shaitan seeking the blessings from the wrong place or wrong person. Tonight inshallah we'll discuss the case of blessing through the one ayah and one hadith only in the chapter. One ayah and one hadith. But before we start on, what does blessing or asking blessing mean? It means to request good effect where it exists in this blessing and it flows with it. Which called in Arabic barakah, seeking or asking barakah. Barakah actually. Arabic word which is very famous that most everyone in Islam they know it. So let's see now what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said about the case of barakah. How are we going to deal with it? Inshallah we'll discuss this tonight hopefully. First of all tabarruk which is the verb of barakah may not be mentioned clearly with the same words or letters on Quran and Sunnah, but the people who understand Quran and understand Sunnah, they understand that this, this ayah we're talking about, this hadith we're talking about, is talking about the case of Barak. Let's see first of all. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, said in his holy book, in Surah Al-Najm, ayah number 19, Actually, Allah, Wal-Uzza, Hubal, Manat, so many names you may hear in the Quran, they are, these are the names of the false god which is worshipped by the Arabs in Mecca or around it. People in that time actually had been far away from the message of Ibrahim السلام, and the message of Musa and Isa, which is not for them, of course, because it's for Bani Israel. But some of the Arabs in that time still having the part of the message of Ibrahim السلام, called Al Hanifiyyah. So some of them still on that deen, but not very much of them. Majority of them have been drifted away from monotheism of, Tawheed, of Ibrahim السلام, by a man called Amr ibn Luhay al Khuzai. That man mentioned in the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he was the first person who brought these stations or idols to the Arabs in the Arabian Peninsula and made them worship it instead of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. That's why Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that that man, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw that man one way or another in Jahannam dragging his stomach or his body on that Jahannam, na'udhu billah. 
He saw sallallahu alayhi wa He saw that man in Jahannam. And the main reason for that was that man, he was the first man who brought these statues and idols to the Arabs to be worshipped instead of Allah ta'ala. And they obeyed him because he was a leader or a governor of that area that time. So Allah Al-Uzza, Manat and other names you may hear are these, these are false gods. Like Allah, Allah was some يعني, uh, of the Mufassirin said that he was a man who used to make food for the Hujjat. So he was a fast person. People loved him. And when he died, Shaitan played a game with the people. Why didn't you make an idol for that person so you remember his worshipping? Then later on they worshipped him. Same as the story Muhammad told us, the hadith which is mentioned by Ibn Abbas that Muhammad said, uh, human beings after Adam stayed on monotheism for 10 centuries. Then five, five persons died before Nuh people. These five, five persons died together almost or the same time. Waddan, Waswa'an, Wayagutha, Wayuqa, Wanatra. They died and very close time, so people are so, they were so sad, it was a big tragedy for them, so shaitan came to them, they said, why don't you make something remind you of these people and their good worshipping? So they did, they chose in the beginning, the later on they made the, the idols or stations of these people and they worshipped them. So, in this case, this man when he died at last, people did not want to forget him and his good job of uh, making food for a hajj freely so they made a status of him when they worshipped him but of course not one day or two day, days no it was generations after generations if you take this example practice it with some of the graves which is worshipped instead of Allah in some Muslim countries you'll be amazed that it's almost the same way and don't angry don't get angry when you say oh why are you trying to uh, resemble or simulate that that is a, a pious man who is in the grave and this is a station. Both of them are where a pious man. And that was a pious man also. What then was Wa'an Wayahuda Wayaqanatra five pious persons. But what happened that the people later on they made? Yes, people now they do not make they do not make a station of the person, but the grave itself is a station. That's why you see the people come and ask Barakah for the grace. Now that's our mistake and our problem we're talking about tonight, which is the case of asking the Barakah. Uh, the hadith which is mentioned, Abu Waqad al-Layti, radiyallahu anhu, when he was, he was telling the story that he was, along with other Sahaba, newly Muslims. And he gave an excuse. So you will not, يعني, people will not be يعني, angry, how come, or amazed why these Sahaba are asking such a thing. But because they were new in Islam. They were with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam going to Mecca. To take Mecca from the Kafirin. For a bit. While, uh, sorry. They were going to Hunayn. Hunayn is a place or an area beside Taif. And Taif is actually was ruled, was ruled by Saqif. And Saqif that time was Kafirin or Mushrikeen. So while they were passing, they saw some Mushrikeen worshipping a tree sitting under it asking it for barakah. They're hanging their weapons or arms into it and asking barakah. They hang some uh, clothes onto it so they say the barakah will come from the tree to the clothes so when I wear the clothes I have barakah with me. Almost the same we have now some Muslims they do this now. Right, however. So Abu Waqid al-Layti radiallahu anhu and the other Sahaba new ones 
course. The old Sahaba, Abu Bakr, Umar, Abu Malabi, don't say this. But these are new Muslims, new Sahaba, who just accepted Islam days or months only. So, they said, Ya Rasulullah, why don't you make or pick up a tree for us so we can also have barakah from it? A Muslim tree, not Mushrikeen tree. Okay, that was Mushrikeen tree, we don't want it. We want a Muslim tree. Like the Muslims now trying to say, okay, we have uh, Islamic music. Islamic what? Films. Isla- ah. Step by step, they will go to and ask Islamic zina, adultery. Islamic alcohol. Why don't we have Islamic champagne? Ishad. Not just to put the word Islamic into something that does not make it legal or okay or accepted in Islam. So Sahaba in here, they made the same mistake because they were new that time. They said, yes, yeah, Allah, make, or make, if it's made by Muhammad sallallahu if it's chosen by Muhammad sallallahu so it's okay. If a tree is chosen by Muhammad sallallahu to give barakah, then it's going to give barakah. That's what they understood. Which was, of course. So Muhammad sallallahu did not agree on that, but he not only rejected that, but he was so angry. And he said, Allahu Akbar. That was amazing. And he's, he's amazing. He's amazing. Allahu Akbar. And how co- you guys are now doing the same thing what happened in the other nations before you. Exactly what the people of Musa did to Musa alayhi salam when they asked him to make another god for them. When they saw people worshipping a god, spacious, they wanted Musa alayhi salam to make a spacious for them to, worship, to be worshipped. That's what they said to Musa alayhi salam. As Allah mentioned in his holy book, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these Sahaba said almost the same thing. They did not they ask for a God, but they asked for something to take barakah from. A tree. Simulate the Catherine or the Mushrikeen. Some Muslims may ask the ulama, why don't we have something like the Hindus? Islamic Hinduism. Islamic Buddhism. Islamic Sikhism. Whatever. Uh, the names are easy. All you have to do is just Stick Islamic in there and it will be okay. It's not the way. Islam is Islam. We do not need to copy the others. We do not, want, we do not need to resemble the others. In fact, we have the, the original. We have the best. Islam of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The deen that, was, that descended from Allah wa ta'ala to the last messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everyone is in need of us. Not the vice versa. What we have is the original. What we have is the best. Why we go and resemble? The only those people who resemble the others are the, the weak ones. But the, the people who are carrying the best, they don't resemble the others. The others are resembling them. So, in this case now, Muhammad wasallam told them clearly that what they have done is similar to what the Jew, Bani Israel, said to Musa salam, asking him to make a god for them, like they, when they saw these people making a god. The hadith, by the way, is sahih, inshallah. It is Sahih by Al-Albani and also Ibn Baz, Rahmatullah Alayh, both of them they said it is Sahih. These are, there are some points we have to discuss tonight about this case. First of all, if we are not, if we are not uh, capable or we don't have the right to have barakah from things, where can we get barakah? Of course, barakah is from Allah. That's the major case you have to put in mind. Barakah is only from Allah. And Allah puts barakah where He wants. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already put barakah in Quran. 
So reciting the Holy Quran is barakah. Reciting the Holy Quran is barakah. Yani, to recite Quran, to practice Quran, is really the case of barakah. A Muslim can take the barakah from it easily. Just imagine that a Muslim is reciting Quran. How many good deeds he is gaining? One ayah contains so many harf, letters. Every harf is hasana. Muhammad said, Alif, Lam, Mim, not one harf. أما إني لا أقول ألف لام حرف ولكن ألف حرف وميم حرف ولام حرف. each حرف each letter there's أجر فور. so if you recite one page from Quran how many حرف you made so many. so actually when you recite this two, one one page of the Quran you are getting getting a lot of barakah because this is really a lot of أجر you are gaining. so when you come in the judgment day and see your scale full of good deeds reciting Quran as an example while the other side of the scale having these bad deeds we have done all of us we do bad deeds but you see a lot of good deeds in your right scale then your scale will be may, will make you happy because you've seen a lot of barakat of Quran into that scale barakat of Quran also comes in the case of Shifa because Quran is Shifa it cures. It's enough to know and to remember that this, this Quran is the word of Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who makes shifa, cureness. So if you use it as Allah told us subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book, وَنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءُ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Al-Quran shifa'u wa rahma. Shifa means cureness. So healing from sickness. Quran makes people get healing from sickness. So in this case, it is another barakah. Clearly Allah said this in his holy book subhanahu wa ta'ala that Quran is barakah and the kitab anzalnahu ilayka mubarakah mubarakah mubarak it has full barakah so Allah made barakah in the Quran when you recite it you have barakah right. this is one case barakah of every ibadah barakah is in every ibadah because every worshiping we do it has a barakah as-salah إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ تَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنْكَرِ When a Muslim prays, a correct prayer of course, a good prayer, then he feels that this salah is giving him a barakah in his body, in his mind, in his feeling, in his heart. So he's closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Da'wah, also barakah. Because every time a person making da'wah, Someone is accepting his da'wah, whether he is a kafir, become a Muslim, or he is a Muslim having mistakes, he changes the mistakes to good things, or a Muslim who does not do some sunnah and he is doing sunnah because of you, then you are gaining the same ajr he is doing. Just imagine sin, 20, 30 people because of you and because of people who accepted from you are doing this good deed, then you are gaining the same ajr of them. So, in this case, you are working not with one person that's you but also you're working with a lot of staff in your company which is which has no name a company that's working for you without you know you die you go years and years 20 years even 100 1000 years and still people are working for you your scale still is getting more and more that's why we said before when the question was asked is that 
why a Muslim is having two times judgment, two times asked in the grave when he dies and in the judgment day. Okay, when he is in the grave first time after his death he is asked, this is just for what he has done already. But in the judgment day, good deeds or bad deeds that he left behind, that he directed people for, will be added. Just imagine a good Muslim like you, he's making da'wah and some people accept the Islam because of him and he dies. And that good Muslim, one of two or three good Muslims who accept the Islam because of him, are working for Islam also. And so many people are accepting Islam because of them, so he's getting extra ajr. Now he's in his grave and he's getting ajr. Vice versa. The person who has been done bad things, he's calling people for polytheism, he's calling people for asking barakah or worshipping the graves, he's asking people to do novelties, and he dies and people are still following his books or his audios or his videos to call for bid'ah or novelties, he's in his grave, he's already dead, but he is gaining more bad deeds. So in this case, Barakat of Quran, Barakat of Da'wah, Barakat of Dua also is really the case we're talking about. Not only the physical Barakat, which is going to talk about it now. Three, which is mentioned in this hadith, there's another three misunderstood. The three of Bay'at al-Rudwan. When Sahaba made Bay'at Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Sulh al-Hudaybiyah in the year of 6 Hijriya, 1,400 Sahabi, they made bay'ah to Muhammad for fighting the Kafirin when they heard that Uthman ibn Affar that Muhammad sent to Mecca to deal with them they heard that he was killed so Muhammad called Sahaba for bay'ah so they made bay'ah under that tree called bay'ah al-Rudwan in the time of Umar ibn Khattab when he became Khalifa some people misunderstood the case and they started to go to this tree for barakah for blessing. Well, that's blessed shajar, that's tree. Muhammad Sallam sat down under it and under that tree and he made Bay'at al-Rudwan which is one of the best Bay'at that Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Holy Book. لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الَّذِينَ يُبَايُعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ It's mentioned in the Quran and Allah Ta'ala was so satisfied with those people who made Bay'at Muhammad Sallam under that tree. So some people in that time misunderstood and they started to go to that tree just for a visit. Ah, still of shaitan. Just visit. We go to Ghar Hira, just for visit. We go to this, uh, we, just for visit. Grace of Sahaba, just for the visit. Ajmir, for visit. Shah Jalal, for visit. Sayyid Madani, for visit. Badawi in Egypt, for visit. It's the case of still of shaitan. Shaitan pushed people these by these until they fall into shift. So Umar Bukhattar, he cut that thing. He sent people to cut it, خلاص. He sent some people for him, go and cut that thing, and they cut it, خلاص. To stop people from misunderstanding that point, and to stop people from going there. Because he was afraid that it will go worse and worse later on, that people will worship that thing instead of Allah wa ta'ala, as what happened before. So going to the tree, or going to Masjid al-Sakhra, al-Sakhra which is in, in Jerusalem. Or even thinking that kissing the black stone in al kaaba Al-Hajr al-Aswad. Is barakah? Is wrong. 
Who said so? Who said so? Umar ibn Khattab clearly said it. He said, Wallahi, if it was Muhammad Sallam did not kiss you, I will not kiss you. So we kissed the black stone asking the barakah of Allah of following Muhammad Sallam and doing this thing. Not asking the barakah of the stone itself. Stone is stone. What can it do? Even if they say it comes from Jannah. Still, Muhammad Sallam kissed that stone not because it is barakah, because this is part of the deen of Islam. And we are doing this, asking the barakah of following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not asking the barakah of that stone. Going to Al-Hira, is it following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Or Abu Bakr or Umar? Did he tell us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to go to Al-Hira? Do you see people I have seen on YouTube, some strange things, they go to that cave of Hira and they make writings and this and crying. Ishhaz, Ishhaz. Tourism, they're trying to make it tourism, what they call it Islamic tourism. MashaAllah. Now, stick Islamic again here. Anything they do, stick Islamic in there, and it will be okay. Khalas. La, ya La. And this is said by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is said by Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. This is done by Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali, these four Sahaba radiallahu anhum that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us to follow their sunnah. He said sallallahu alayhi wa clearly in the correct hadith, alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati al-khulafa al-rashidin al-mahdiyin min ba'di. Who are they? Abu Bakr wa Umar wa Uthman wa Ali radiallahu anhu wa Otherwise, no So in this case, asking the barakah should be the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Muhammad sallallahu told us to do. The way that sahaba did. Ah. That brings us to the case of the barakah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa we have two different wrong groups. When we talk about the barakah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have some people, they say, no, there is no barakah. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger, that's not the case we're talking about. Some other people on the other side, they exaggerate and go extremely in that, that they, whenever they hear that there is a piece of hair of Muhammad sallallahu in such and such masjid in Ajmir, not Ajmir, in Kashmir, they run for it. When they hear that there is a sword of Muhammad in Istanbul, they run for it. When they hear that there is a piece of shoes of Muhammad in such and such place, they run for it. Do we know Islam better than Muhammad or better than Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman? No. Did they do this? No. Then what is the correct thing about the barakat of Muhammad? Yes, we believe that his water of wudu was barakah. His spitting was barakah. His hair was barakah. His zalifa also barakah. But, but, and but. So many lines under this case of but with two conditions. Two conditions we have to put them in mind. This is only for Muhammad Not for Abu Bakr or any other sahaba or any other people after that. Because some people trying to, to drag this for him. Yalla, Muhammad sallam spit on the ground and Sahaba took his spitting and put it in their bodies. Yalla, I will spit for you and you take it. And that's done by the extremist Sufis. They do this. He's a big sheikh and he's sitting, you know, and let's people kiss his knees, maybe his foot. And he spit in the ground and people jump to his spitting to take it because it's barakah. La ya habibi, this is only for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Prove it. Prove that. Don't say things without proof. Yes, I prove it. Did Sahaba 
took the saliva or the hair or the wudu water of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu or Umar or Uthman or Ali the best sahaba in that time did they take the same thing to them? no you cannot find one single hadith or story that one of the sahaba came to Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali or any other sahaba and he tried to take his spitting or his hair or his wudu water for barakah that's it close and whoever comes after them is no better than them. Nobody comes to say, okay, this, this such and such sheikh, stream of Sufi sheikh, and he's, huh? Naqshabandi, that kid, and better than Abu Bakr or Umar. This is a kafir. Barakah is only for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in these cases. Also, the second condition, that's only in his life. After his death, nobody goes and tries to find things and say, I want barakah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Go try to find his sword or try his shoes, and this is barakah. It's closed. Prove it. Prove it. Don't say things without this. Fine, I'll prove it. Find me one hadith, one single story that Abu Bakr went to his, the house of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, or the grave of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, or tried to, tried to keep some of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam belongings for barakah. Fine. Those people, if they try to just make it this way for their own benefit, they cannot prove this. They cannot prove that Muhammad, that Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali or kept anything of Muhammad thing belongings after his death, saying that there's a barakah, or they run after it. Can you find any story that Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman or Ali or any Sahaba went to the grave of Muhammad and asked for barakah? The soil of the grave? Anything of that? I bet nobody can do this. Nobody can find it. It's not there at all. Unless it is a lie, it's another case. So it is only for Muhammad only in his life. Two conditions. So if you hear that there is some hair of Muhammad in such and such masjid in Kashmir, don't take it. Don't take it. Don't buy it. If you hear that there is something such and such, in such a place, in Istanbul, Turkey, or some other places, don't take it. Salah, finish. See the, the, um, the rock, which is in Maqam Ibrahim, where they are showing two places for food or feet of Ibrahim, alayhi salam. Before, of course, a long time ago, they made all of these sort of things. They made decoration, maybe this gold, or... They used to wash this rock. And take the water for barakah. Subhanallah. Was that rock available in the time of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Of course. Did he do that? Did he wash the, the water of, of the feet of Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam? Or did he tell the Sahaba to do so? Did he? Why do we try to add to Islam things that Allah Subhanahu Wa clearly told us in his holy book, Al-Yawma Akmaltu Lakum Deenakum. Khalas, Deen is completed. No extras. Anyone to come to add extras that he is destroying the deed. He's accusing Muhammad Sallallahu that he did not complete the deed. Because this guy is really discovering things that Muhammad Sallallahu didn't know. A'udhu Billah. So this case, Ya Akhwan, is very dangerous. Actually, the case of a blessing, by the way, is one of the largest gates to politics. Anyone who asks grace, who asks patience, he always ran for barakah in the beginning. Then later on, he starts to worship the
spacious or the great instead of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. What is the judgment of asking blessings of trees or things? Two judgments. It's either major shit, which excludes from Islam, totally, or minor shirk, which does not exclude from Islam, but it's the way to it. It's a major shirk if he thinks that this thing he is asking barakah from is giving barakah by itself, independently, not by Allah wa ta'ala. That's major shirk. If he thinks this rock, or this tree, or this cave, or this whatever is giving barakah by itself, then this is major shirk. And major shirk, as you know, major polytheism means excluded from Islam upon the words of Allah wa ta'ala, إِنَّهُ مَنْ يُشْرِكُ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ خلاص. ولو أشركوا لحبط عنهم ما كانوا يعملون. And so many eyes if you can, if you read them you find out that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly is telling us that a person who falls into shirk, he is totally out of Islam. It's a way to shirk. Or a means to shirk. If he thinks that this is only a reason and barakah from Allah. طيب, what's wrong with this? What's, wrong, what's wrong of this when we say that okay, a person is asking barakah from Allah by this rock? or this tree, or this grave. Ah, it is really a case that drives to shirk easily. Today he is asking barakah by Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by. Tomorrow, tomorrow is not that next day, but after one century, people will ask barakah from the rock itself. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because he knew, by, the, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him clearly that his ummah, may fall into shirk if they follow what they what he wanted from he wanted us sallallahu alayhi wasallam clearly from the case of exaggerating from the case of building or constructing building on graves from the case of praying in the graveyard why he wanted sallallahu from these three things not because they are shirk but they are the way to shirk and if someone exaggerates in muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam or exaggerates in pious persons is he falling into shirk no He's not wanting to shirk. But actually, he is dragging himself and the others to shirk. It's the way to shirk. That's why Muhammad Sallallahu clearly told us in his clear hadith in Bukhari, لا تطروني كما أطرت النصار بن مريم. Don't you overpraise me as the Christians did with Isa bin Maryam. And he said in the other hadith, إياكم والغلو Beware of exaggerating. Yeah, and we are sitting in a place, in a, a town, we have a, a nice guy, a pious person, he's, mashallah, very good in ibadah, very good in Islam, very good in da'wah, mashi, okay? Then, some people start to give stories. Wallahi, that sheikh, he can cure anyone who comes to him. One touch, and mashallah, khalas. Mutawah, mutawah, big mutawah. Another guy makes another story that a lady came to him, she cannot have babies for 20 years, and he only touched her stomach, and tomorrow she had a baby. And take story. Easy to, uh, making story is easy, simple. Two lines of writing, if you want, even if he doesn't write, just stay by his tongue and salam. This exaggerating that this person, although he's trying to make him up so people will accept what he says, still it is not accepted in Islam because it will lead to wrong things. 
Go and ask those people who go to this grave for these pious persons or Khalandar Babas as they call them. Ask them, why do you come to this grave? They say, well, I am sick, my son is sick, and people told me if you go there and take Barakah from this grave, your son will be cured. People, people. Do we take our deen from people or from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? We don't take our deen from people. We take our deen from Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, his holy book is here, available. No, not, not even one single, one single letter has changed. We take our deen from the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is already gathered by Al-Bukhari, wa Muslim, wa Tirmidhi, wa Nasai, wa Ibn Majah, and so on. Why do we go and run and look for our deen in such and such people who are talking nonsense? By saying that person is curing, that person is doing this. So this is the, this is the two judgments of the case of asking barakah from trees or other things. It's either major shirk, major polytheism, so the person is out of Islam. Or it is a minor shirk and the person is in danger to go out of Islam if he continues to fall until he falls into the major shirk. That's really the case I tried to explain tonight. Because as I said in the beginning, I repeat now, that lots of people, lots of Muslims, unfortunately, especially the yani, uh, Muslims who do not study about Islam much, or they do not have the chance to study about Islam, they fall easily into shirk by the case of blessing. We want blessing. Somebody says, uh, let's, let's take it logic now. In reality. How do you say barakah or blessing on money? My account in the bank is 1,000 riyal. With barakah, it's 1,000 riyal. Without barakah, it's 1,000 riyal. What's the difference? Simple and easy. Barakah is not in the numbers now here. Barakah in the effectiveness of this money. Let me, let me give you two examples. A man who is earning money from haram. Riba, selling drugs, uh, selling bad CDs, and so on. Do you think this money is having barakah? No way. No way. Nobody would say that. Right. Now, this money has no barakah. So he's again from haram. He's going to be punished because of the gaining. Right. If he spends it also, he will spend it usually in bad things. To buy other, more CDs for the, and, and bad videos and the drugs to sell it. So where is Barakah in here? Do you think it has a Barakah if he's using this money to hurt himself and to hurt Muslims, to hurt others, by selling them, by buying them drugs for them, to hurt them? Is this a Barakah? No way. But what if a person is having halal money? This is another example. The other example. He's gaining money from halal ways. He works, he switches for money, he takes money halal, alhamdulillah. Then Allah gives him the Barakah and the money because it comes halal. Then he spends it in halal things and even in ibadah things. Not in sadaqah and so on, this is another case. But he's spending this on himself and his children. Which is another ibadah, another worshipping. Also sometimes barakah will be not only in the mental side, it will be also in the logic side or in the touchable side. Yani, I, I always I remember the story of one guy he was a, a good Muslim, MashaAllah, yani, Tabarakallah. He's not a scholar, but he was a good Muslim. He's like this, straight. He does his work in time. He does his best in his work. 
Salah, he does not lose any Salah. He's very nice with his people, he's very good with his parents, and so on. This is not an example of every one of us, but this is just an example to see. He bought a car. And for five complete years, he did not take it once to the workshop. No trouble at all. Only fuel, oil, and go. No trouble. Some people now, they may, if they buy from Haram especially, he get Haram money and he buy a car, maybe next day he had an accident in Salama. The car only or he is also with it. Or he will hurt people with this car by what they do in the streets as you can see. Is this a barakah? But still we are not talking about the case of barakah which is touchable barakah. You can touch it, you see it. No, I'm talking about the barakah which is really there, we can feel it. Barakah in your life. How is barakah in my life? You are using your time, your life, in things that are going to be good for you in the judgment day. While the other one who does not have barakah in his life, he is using his time to hurt himself by more bad deeds. He is free tonight and well, what should he go? He goes to some friends and they start to make ghibah. That guy khaliwali, that guy badr. Then he is giving his hasanat he gained today, the whole day, to his enemies. And that's really a strange story. One sheikh he said, he said, and he gave an example, or he gave a, like a question. He said, what do you think of a person who prays with jama'ah al-fajr? And he stays al-fajr making dua, takbir, tasbih, huh? zikr. Then he makes suraka after sunrise, about 20 minutes he makes suraka. He recites already the Holy Quran. He goes for work and he goes for salat al-dhuhr. Four raka before, two raka after, sunnah more. The citation of Quran, MashaAllah, Al-Asr also, Al-Maghrib also, MashaAllah, Al-Isha also with Jama'ah, La ilaha illallah, MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. That in after Al-Isha, he goes to his colleagues and friends, and yalla, stop. That guy, Kharban. That guy, very bad. Yalla. Now what he's, he has been working the whole day again in good deeds, then in one hour, he's spending all his good deeds on the people he hates. A loser. A loser. Does this guy have a barakah in his life? No. Like, what should he do? He doesn't talk with people. No, he talks. But he, he talks with good things. He talks with the brothers, Jazakumullah khair, Yaqwan. He sat down, he's asking about their lives and their things without mentioning bad people with bad things. Ghiba. Like, you can even make da'wah among them while he's with his children, with his wife, with his people, with his parents. They remind them of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, reminds them of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, reminds them of sunnah, what to do in this and this case. I'm not saying just, you know, if you sit at home, yalla, ta'ala, yalla, we'll make dars. Keep them in dars from al-fajr until they sleep. No, ya habib, that's not the case. But we say, at least, make some time. When you sit down for food, just remind your children. Can you wear something in the food? What do you say? Yalla, ala tool, hit the food. No, no. When you put the food, just remind your children while they are say Bismillah. As Muhammad said to the child, Sammillah wa kul mimma yaleek wa kul biyameenik. So he gave him three advices before he started the food. Say Bismillah, use your hand in eating, your right hand, huh? and eat from the area, the, the side of yours. Don't go on the other side. Okay? Now, if you say this to the, your children, and you think that done by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, well, they start to love Muhammad sallallahu because he is telling them what to do in their life. While you are eating, remind them of the ni'mah or the grace of Allah giving you this food. While there are some people, they, they don't have food to eat. 
if you show them some pictures or some uh, يعني, uh, clips of the African authorities when people are really dying from hunger, they cannot find food for some other areas, and say, see these people, Allah did not give them. But he subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this much of food we are eating, this clothes we are wearing, alhamdulillah, that's all because of Allah. If he doesn't want, wallah, if we are the, the smartest people, we cannot give this food, or this money, or this clothes. It's not the case of smartness, by the way, this is the case of some people may say, well, because I'm smart. Like Qarun, Qarun, he thought that he's so smart because he gained all of this money. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him down in the earth. فَخَسَّفْنَا بِهِ وَبَيْدَارِهِ الْأَرْضِ And I told you the story, it's like a joke, but it's good to remember. A wise man, old wise man, smart among his people was so poor. Rizq is not there. Allah does not make him any rizq, much rizq. Yani his rizq is very limited. He was walking between two towns. Barefooted. No, 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 no shoes. No money. And he was tired, so he relaxed under a tree. While he was relaxing, a man with, with 100 donkeys. He was walking with his donkeys. And he stopped to relax with this wise man. So they discussed, he said, who, yani, who is your master for this uh, donkey? Because he discovered that man is, yani, nus nus. his mind is not so strong. Yani. He said, oh, mashallah, who is your master for these donkeys? He said, no, these are mine. Yours? 100 donkeys is yours? Like if you have 100 lixes now. Huh? So he said, hey, I saw you walking. Why don't you ride one of them at least? I said, Allah, oh, I don't know, but when I ride one, they become 99. And then I walk, they are 100. So I want 100, I want 99. So I walk. Then how smart is this guy? And how smart is this wise man? But rizq is not for the wise man, it is for this poor man. Subhanallah, rizq is by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in this case, we have to put in mind that whatever we get rizq, from Allah wa ta'ala, we should thank Him, we should teach our children, our people. Yani, when you sit with your family, with the other people, even in your work, just try to remind them of Allah wa ta'ala, how much grace they get. People always, when they say to Allah, that guy, he gained more money than me. They promoted that guy, although I am better than him. I deserve the promotion, but they gave, yeah, Habibi, wait, 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 don't rush. Why always you look to the others? Look to you, to yourself. Look to yourself how much you think you have. Yani in management they say, when you say like this, one finger goes there and three comes to you. Be careful. One goes and three comes. Why always point to the others, point to yourself? So in this case, ask yourself, ask this person how many ni'mah, how many graces do you have? When that man came to one of these scholars, good scholars, Ibrahim bin Adham, rahimahullah, he came to him and said, Yeah, Imam, I'm, I'm so tired, I'm, I'm so poor, I cannot have anything food to eat. He said, okay. You are so poor? He said, yes. He said, will you sell me your eyes for 100,000 dinar? He said, no, of course not. He said, will you sell me your ears, your, your, your hearing? He said, for 100,000? He said, no. Will you sell me your, one of your hands, one of your legs? He said, no, no. Subhanallah, how many hundreds of dinars do you have? So many. So why are you saying you are poor? Say, Alhamdulillah, Allah gave this, all of these graces on you. Look at those rich, or so many rich people who are facing troubles with so many sicknesses. 
They are so sick they cannot really deal with the life easily, although they have millions and billions of dollars in their accounts in the bank. Maybe you don't have so many numbers, so many zeros in front of your one in the bank, but you have a lot of ni'mah on you, alhamdulillah. وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ So if people are talking about what they, what they did not get, remind them of what they have already gotten. Ni'am, graces they are getting. Jazakumullah khair for listening, sorry for making it so long, but that makes me happy to talk to you brothers. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Jazakumullah khair. No. No. Baraka. Seeking Baraka is worshipping or not? Worship. Seeking Baraka is worshipping. So we are not supposed to do any worshipping unless it has two conditions. Only for Allah, only the way of Rasulullah. Only for Allah, okay. That's the case is the people are coming to take, to, to take the, the rain from, the, 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 from Al-Kaaba's uh, roof. It's only for Allah. Okay, we believe that. Inshallah, the orientation is fantastic. But, is it the way of Rasulullah? Did he do it, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Did he order us to come and touch Al-Kaaba and touch our bodies? Or touch his uh, uh, grave or the, the, door, the door of the grave or the building? Ah, no, he did not tell us. Did, did he tell us to go to Ghar Hira or go to Jabal Thawr or go to this place or that place and ask Barakah for, from us? No, we didn't do it. Asking Barakah, seeking Barakah, seeking blessings is a ibadah, is a worshipping, should be done the way of Rasulullah. Only for Allah, the way of Rasulullah. These two conditions. Yes, yes. Sir. I didn't get your question exactly. So you are... I mean, like, Baraka, yeah. Okay. If you go okay. Okay. Yes. Seeking Baraka is Ibadah. Try to remember, I can't really get the, the exact hadith to say that it is either. But anything is done by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he directed us to do it, then it is ibadah. Dua as an example, you mentioned in your example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his holy book, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ ادْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَةِ Now, if you read the ayah from the beginning, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ ادْعُونِي So he's talking about what? Dua. He's not talking about ibadah here. But after that, he said, Inna alladhina yastakbiruna an. He should be saying du'ai. No, he said ibadati. So du'a is ibadah. Yeah. Also, the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu which is very clear, and he said, Ad-du'a'u huwa al-ibadah. So, if this is, du'a is also a barakah. No, I mean, du'a, nazar, kukar, this is all in the barakah. Okay. 
Asking something, asking Barakah. No. Asking Barakah is Ibadah. Okay. 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 Uh, you heard the ayah in the beginning we said, Kitabun Anzalnahu Ilayka Mubarakan. Yani, Quran contains Barakah. كتاب أنزلناه إليك مباركا القرآن مبارك so it has baraka so when you recite Quran you actually seeking baraka you got it طيب let me okay I'll, I'll, I'll give me a chance next week inshallah I'll bring you inshallah huh? I'll, I'll, I'll try to bring you evidence okay fine your question is good Okay, yes. Now, what is the proof that seeking barakah is ibadah? Okay. Your question is clear. No, my mind is clear. Okay. So uh, next week, inshallah, we'll continue this dars. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you again. Jazakum Allah. Inshallah, next week, we'll meet you, inshallah.